Listening, all our all our fans. What of these are on here? One of the fans is on today, Ruth. Yep, there's one of your own <laughs> chatting to us. Our, our other fan. <laughs> we had Chrissy on, and then we put Linda. Hey, how you get on, Linda? You all right? I'm good. How are you? Great. It's it's, it's good. It's good to be on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we love you, Linda, because you've been a vocal supporter of the podcast from our early. Highly unprofessional uh, beginnings to our <laughs> to our late unprofessional <laughs> current. <state. laughs> well, lucky keep it funny, so it keeps me interested. Oh, there we go. Glad. Um, so obviously, we were, we we've been talking week in week out, so we won't start with the whole how is the COVID thing going because we know it's shape, you know. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but how uh, how are things karate wise? How's the situation? How's the training such? Uh, shite, really. I suppose once things kicked off in oh, March. That's a nice thing of you to say about our Zoom sessions. Okay, reel me in from from first first question. <laughs> okay, I know. Like, obviously, the Zoom classes have been great. Training in the dojo obviously has been shite because there's been none. Um, but. I mean, Scott's centres, Zoom classes have just been waiting, so at least I've been able to keep up the training. And, you know, our club did them for a while, but not many people were kind of really interested in doing the Zoom classes, so it's not for everybody. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, so I've just been keeping up with Scott, so which is great. Great that he leaves me join in. Yeah, there's a lot of our members too that don't really hack the Zoom training. Yeah. There's they they look really like they are really busy the sessions, but actually quite a small number of those people on those sessions are people who actually train in the dojo in normal times. They're they're people like you from down in Cork or from Sweden or Canada. We've Canadians for some reason, Americans, yeah, yeah, all yeah. from all over the place. Yeah, Which yeah, it's great to just yeah, because it's great to get that. Like I would n- never train with Scott Sente on a regular basis midweek, so like it's it's great to get that in. Yeah, nice. Uh, do you ever do you, ever, do you feel uh, you've managed to do it without feeling awkward about it? Uh, I think I think I spent the f- three quarters of the first lockdown on, with no camera on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why no camera for the start and what made you change your mind? I just felt very self-conscious. I was like, you know, because you're now on screen. Scott Sensei goes to the computer or the telly or the phone and he's, you know, at least when you're in a class, you can kind of hide amongst people and you can kind of, you know, when you're on your own in your kitchen, mm-hmm. it's a bit, it's more, it's a more bit daunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's interesting yeah. because what because I guess not really being on the other side of that when you're on, when you're teaching and you're looking at the screen 
there's 20 people on there. Like a lot, so you do get lost amongst the screens, you know? It's not like you're on the big TV just you <laughs> yeah, and the but dojo, you feel you know? that. <laughs> I think it, it, it must feel that way sometimes, yeah? Yeah, and I think it was Tommy eventually, I think, um, said to me, would you ever just turn your screen on? You're probably, like, I think it got down to the stage where I was the only one with no camera on. And he was like, yeah. it looks bad, Linda. Just turn on your <laughs> <sofa."> <laughs> Now, was it just was it just shyness or was it anything to do with the fact that uh, you come from a different organisation? A bit of both. Really? It was definitely shyness, yeah. We, I think. It, it was you and Christian joining the sessions earlier on and both of you kept your yeah, camera yeah. off and we were calling <laughs> you the, the two spies, <laughs> two little spies <laughs> in the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it was a bit of both. I think it was just grateful the fact that I was allowed to join the session and you know enjoy it and um and just shyness really and you know mm-hmm. just to and I think every so often Scott Sensei would shout, turn your cameras on. Yeah. And I would just hope and pray he wouldn't call me out on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, but I think it, once I turned it on, the first one, it just, it was fine after that. Yeah. Just making that initial camera on. Mm-hmm. Realising that you're just being silly about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and get, now I don't know why. Too. So what do you think, like, what's the, uh, so obviously uh, we say a benefit of, of Zoom, but the biggest benefit is we get access to people that we normally wouldn't get access to. We, like I said, people from all, all, all these countries, especially people in HDKI from different countries who would normally train yeah, like yeah. every morning. Vince from Mauritius um, comes on and trains with us in the morning and normally we would have like we wouldn't even know what he looks like mm. if we didn't have this going on now what's the biggest benefit for you and your training with Zoom and the biggest drawback um, biggest benefit yeah I suppose because it's it's open like one I suppose I wouldn't see Scott on a regular basis anymore for obvious reasons um and two like I've never trained with Guy before mm-hmm. like that was a great class and like I don't know like if I know Guy was over before but I never went to see him and I never knew anything really about him or you know but definitely the next time he's over I would 100% be going to that course yeah. he's teaching on Zoom tomorrow you know? yeah yeah looking forward to it <laughs> but I w- but I would love to see him in in the flesh, you know, in yeah. in a proper course, and Aidan Trimble, I haven't trained with. I'd say probably in about, um, sixteen years. I'd say, and, wow. and he did that course over the summer, which was yeah. great to get another, you know, class with Aidan Trimble. Yeah, and I suppose the drawbacks are not having that whole. You know, you're in your kitchen on your own, so it's a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It is nice to go to the dojo. It is nice to, you know, spar with people and, you know, just have that company when you train, you know, and that kind of whole togetherness, which you'd miss on your own in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Lena, you said for obvious reasons um, you wouldn't get to see Scott, but some people listening might not know how... Like the, what are the, the obvious reasons? Why? <laughs> so, so do you want to give us uh, your like, your your little story on on what what went down there and why you, you can't uh, train with Scott that often? Okay, because um, so I, I don't know what way. 
getting collected. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Careful. I, I don't know what way Scott does what way what way is it? Does Scott left or Scott got kicked out or um <laughs> what's the proper term to use? <laughs> Basically, guys, Linda's part of the, the WTKO. WTKO. And um yeah, she's one of the wrongings. <laughs> <laughs> I can't obviously I've got lots of friends from WTKO. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously I'm still with the WTKO, but I mean, to me, politics in Crashy is shite, and I don't understand why different organisations can't train with different organisations or different organisations can't, you know, go to courses or what. What difference does it make of? You know, I suppose in our dojo, um, obviously Steve Collins is my sensei and he always had an open policy in the dojo of, you know, people that didn't, that could come to the dojo and train with us even if they weren't in the WTKO because, you know, there was no... No reason why they shouldn't be. There was no... Yeah, because we can all train together. So I just I just don't understand why, just because I'm a different association to ye, that that means I can't train with Scott Sensei and I mean it's like if, if as long as he's open to it it's it's some people probably find it awkward and like I suppose at the start of the Zoom classes I probably did feel awkward because you know it, it's not my association but the fact that he opened the doors and left me in then you know why should there be doors <laughs> that's it well that we, was profound I mean he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> it's true there shouldn't be doors have doors <laughs> 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 and it's true, like, you know, Scott, Scott says he is very open to, to that training thing. He always has that mindset. I mean, no matter how much we beg and plead him to kick you off the Zoom call and stuff, he just never does it. <laughs> Sick <laughs> of that Linda coming on again. And oh. I loved training with Scott Sensei since the first day I trained with him. And I just don't think just because we're now in different organisations, that should change. Just because he's in a different association, it doesn't mean he's cranny shite. Or my cranny is shite. Well, my cranny is shite, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, he he has like I remember um, the split was still relatively fresh between obviously Scott and Richard, um, or Scott and the WTKO. But he had no problem with myself, Tommy, and Dono, and and just and you were there, yeah, going down and training with Richard, or going down and training with John Mullen, or whoever's down there in Cork and stuff. Um, so yeah, like I totally couldn't agree with you more. There's no reason why. Um, you should be forced to pick no. sides, especially as a paying customer being told, and as an adult being told what you can and can't do. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. yeah, and, and and I'm from Cork, so I'm obviously a rebel. So you can't tell me that I can't train with someone. You <laughs> <laughs> want me to train with them more. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no one has ever said to me, "No, you're not allowed to train with Scott." Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I think if someone did say to me, "No, you're not allowed to train with Scott," I think then that's. I'd have to obviously ask questions there because I'd be like, why? If they're going to tell you you're not allowed to train with Scott, they could, you know, they might imagine they can tell you you're not allowed to listen to the Humble Dojo podcast either. Exactly. Um, no one need lose your only fan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> That'll be us finished. That's it. <laughs> yeah. oh, what would we do without you? <laughs> no. So it's like make it easy for like you know we're designing merch and stuff like that. It'll just be one size, <laughs> <laughs> one address. <laughs> um, but speaking of being shite, karate cow like you and Islander, fairly low level. 
in the no, no, I don't, <laughs> speak for I mean, yourself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, organizationally speaking, I I don't think you're shite. I don't think I'm shite either. <laughs> <laughs> We're both. Will you stop my next grading book? So. <laughs> but but you but um I've I've never well I've had a, a very slight brush with with karate politics. Have you ever become embroiled or anything or felt kind of caught in a net or kind of maybe you should go here or shouldn't go there or have you ever felt that? No, not really. Like I hate karate politics because I think it's complete bullshit. Mm. Obviously it, it's on around us all the time. So I'm I'm never embroiled in it in the middle of having to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But you know you're on obviously I was on the outskirts and like and sometimes obviously people make decisions that you're not happy with but then if that's if that's your dojo or your sensei or whatever then the the decisions that you just you know that's your like I mean if Scott decided in the morning to to dump the HDKI and join with somebody else you're 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 still Scott's student so you're still going to okay you might like his decision but you're still going to go with him because mm. that's so there's there's sometimes like I wouldn't be involved involved in decision making obviously but yeah it's it's always around you so I mean I think it ruins it karate politics ruins it a lot for people I mean I know a lot of people that left karate because of politics because it's just bullshit because I was thinking that karate politics doesn't really affect the average student the average karate student uh, and if it, if it does start affecting the students I think that's a sign that it's gone too far. And I think Scott has said that before, you know, when your, when your political kind of uh, shenanigans start affecting the actual karate experience of your students, that means you fucked up. But I think we're fairly lucky. I think things could be a lot worse. Like you hear about massive dramatic splits way back in the day where, um, where, where people were awfully affected and like people would have quit, you know, because of, you know, being banned from training with so-and-so and stuff like that. But I think I think we're we're doing okay, aren't we? Yeah, I died. Yeah, I, I've never been banned. <laughs> yeah. from... <laughs> we are. Like, 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 we're... I've never been banned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and it's funny because it affects every like it can. It's the not even org- on organizational levels, even like club levels. Mm-hmm. You know, the, even the smallest like sort of little independent clubs, they have their inner work in politics, and I think there's politics amongst students as well. Mm. There's definite like button heads with mm. students that sometimes I think we don't see as instructors mm-hmm. or as believing as black belts. You don't like, I, I always laugh at this funny story. Like I was at dinner with all these senses on a course. I was with Scott. It was in Manchester and we're having dinner and they were talking about one of the, the guys on the course. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, David, you know, David. It's like, no, it's like, oh, you know, he's, um, you know, he described me. He's like, he's got the beard, he's got the hair, he's got, you know, he was, uh, he was partnered up with so-and-so today. No, no, no. Hell, he's a second Dan, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, if you ever say, if you ever have these conversations with like a Q grade, mm-hmm. they never know who they are. They never, <laughs> ever, like, no, no idea who you're talking about. And I think it's, it's, it's really funny because I think there's politics that happen in this dojo amongst mm-hmm. the, the brand belt and below people that we just have no idea what's going on. No. For sure. Do you think so? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like some people, someone like, and it's not until they become black belts and start hanging about with the inner circle that you go, yeah. oh, really? You two don't like each other? Oh, I didn't know that. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. I cannot imagine. Because, because, because they've got no black belts, so what have they got to be insecure about? Or Everything. Like, really? And they're not the black belt yet. Do you, you know? I think just, 
I think just the fact they're in Grati, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so I could, I, I can't remember what it's like to be, uh, to be a lowly Q grade. <laughs> I, 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 I do remember um, growing, going up through the grades, and I do remember like you know senses coming over, and like you weren't allowed to talk to them because you were in a black belt. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, he's still a human being when he comes off the floor. Why can't I not talk to him or go for dinner or? You know, I, I never spoke to Aidan Trimble off the floor. I never spoke to Asano. You just bowed us on the floor. They were taken away afterwards for dinner and that was it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but but I think I think I think even Q grades here don't think they can talk to Scott. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Probably. not blown away by how scared everyone is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like you end up being the go-between. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's, it's true. Like, I remember like again, I was a kid when I was going up through the grades, but I remember growing men and women being too scared to ask a question mm-hmm. on a course or to to say yeah. hello before the start of a course and stuff and I was like this is like and looking back it's like so weird there's that famous story yeah. with yeah. Andy Sherry got up to go and use the bathroom mm-hmm. and somebody else was going up to use the toilet and then it was like oh no you can't sense he's going to the toilet so you stay here <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> you imagine but I even remember meeting Scott Sensei first and it was like, no, no one said obviously you can't talk to him because I'm now an adult. But I grew up with that whole thing of he's here to do a course, he's the sensei, you, you don't speak. And Scott spoke to me after the course and I was like, oh my God, he's actually talking to me. Like, how, how do I how do I respond to him? Just us. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, so of course he's here, very so. friendly when you do talk to him. Unless you're a Q grade, actually. <laughs> 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 I remember the first time I met him and he didn't know who I was I was a white belt and I went up to him and oh Scott says it's very nice to meet you and he was like that's very nice to meet you and I'm like wait like, yeah. almost like, you know, like why, are you you ta- why are you talking to me like do you know who I am <laughs> like, yeah. yeah funny very that's funny class. Coming up so when did you actually start training Linda? I started training in January of 94 uh-huh. and I always wanted, I wanted to tr- start earlier, only that I was really shy growing up. You'd never think it now, would you? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so none of my friends liked karate or it was actually, a, I was a massive Bruce Lee fan. So I just wanted to do martial arts. It didn't matter if it was Kung Fu or karate or... But the only clubs around me would have been like karate clubs or taekwondo clubs or but none of my friends wanted to join. So I went to check them all out, but wouldn't actually, didn't have the balls to go in and go, can I join? But then my aunt took my cousin because he was being bullied in school. So she took him to a karate club just to give him a bit of confidence. And when then she was sitting watching her, him and his sister do it. And she was like, there's a lot of adults. Why can't I do it? So she did it and I was like, oh, cool. I have a buddy to go to. So I went with her and that was it. I just, but I knew, I knew it was something I'd love before I even did it. Yeah. So I kind of started late. Like I was, I would have been like 19 where the people started at like, you know, six and seven and, and I did. I loved it the second I started. And that was it. Which club was that and who was your instructor? I started in a club, I suppose, uh, the ARC, the Arcadia in Cork. Mm-hmm. There would have been famous competitions and stuff held on there. I was never at them because it was before my time. Um, 
And I was in a club, there were six black belts there and they used to bring in Aidan Trimble twice a year. Wow. So we could only grade twice a year, once in the summertime and once in the wintertime. If you were on your holidays, then you just, you only graded once a year <laughs> if you missed a grading. Um, so yeah, I graded with uh, Aidan Trimble up to purple belt and then two of the black belts decided they were going to open their own club. So they left, started their own club, and then we joined FSKA, Funakashi. Oh. So we were with him for, up. I got three brown belts with him. And then we left and went to Sano. And each one was, the, the split was because of politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time the split, it was because of politics, shite politics. I mean, we were supposed to grade, but our our showdowns with Funakashi, I think, like, it felt like a week before the grading, but it was probably like, you know, five, six weeks. But we were close to the grading. The date was set. We were going to go and then politics hit and we were told, yeah, no, we're leaving. We're now going to Ireland. Yeah. So we went to Asano and we got, and I was kind of lucky afterwards. I preferred to have gotten my black belt from Asano rather than Funakashi. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's Asano? Remind me. He's a sensei. From. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've never trained him. Okay. Don't know the story. Okay. Don't worry. Never yeah. mind then. Yeah, <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then who were those I, two black belts? Were they Steve and Keith? Or, um... No, uh, Dave Donovan and Mick. He doesn't do it anymore. But um, yeah, Dave still does it. Dave is big with the JK. I think he's. Seven down or something now or six down. So Dave stayed with it. Okay. And then when we joined the crowd with Asano, that's where I met my husband. He had his own club. So I got my show done and left my club and joined his club, which was probably a bit of a mistake, I think, because I ended up teaching kids or training my kids, oh, which I hated. And that's, how I, think, that's where I lost my love. No. <laughs> We're talking about our job, but okay. <laughs> Hats off to you lads, because I it wasn't for me. It uh, actually the, turned me against it. Uh, it's the hardest job known to man. Someone's got yeah. to do it, but you know, not all. Someone's got to do it, but it's hard. Envy those coal miners with the black lung. Sometimes you know. Yeah. Every time we tie on that uh, belt, uh, once more into the breach. <laughs> 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 but I did lose my love a bit because I I. I spent no time doing my own training. Mm-hmm. I was either in the club because it was all kids. So I was either in the club training with kids, not, not doing much myself or teaching kids. And I just kind of went, yeah, no, this is not for me. Just fell out of love with it. So to get out of it, I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't have to teach anymore. <laughs> that's, that's one of the better reasons I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then we had, so then also we moved to the country. So I had a big long commute, working full-time long commute. Just didn't have the time anymore for karate. So I left it. And then 11 years later, bumped into Steve and said, you know, why don't you come back? And I was like, actually, fuck it, I would love to come back. I kept my, I kept my belt, kept my suit, kept everything. Wow. <clears throat> so I went back and I said, I went back in the door and I said, right, I'm only going to come on Mondays. I'm not going to any courses. I'm not going to any competitions. I'm not grading. I'm not getting involved in any politics. I'm going to come and train for an hour and a half and I'm gone. And then four weeks later, four Mondays later, so four classes later, after being out of it for 11 years, he said, 
oh, Scott Center is coming down to teach. They don't to come. I was like, no, I said no courses. He was like, it's not really a course. He's just teaching in the dojo. And I was like, oh, okay, so. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> that was it. Nice. The drug that is Scott Sensei. That's it. That's me. I want. I want to know all the gossip about every Sensei, and I'm going to grade for my fourth dan tomorrow, and and I'm doing all the courses with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, does your husband still train? No, he detests it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he ha- he ends up having two clubs. So two clubs, four nights they trained a week. Wow. He did shift work. So the nights he did shift work, I did the clubs. And then I think, so after I left, he kept her for about two years, but doing shift work, commuting and trying to run two clubs just became impossible, really. Mm-hmm. So he gave it up. He threw his belt and his suit in the bin. I kept mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can't believe that. Wow. That's not just good. gave yeah. up karate. Yeah. I don't know. And he was actually that. really good. Huh? Yeah, he was actually really good. Like, oh, I mean, good. you know, yeah, it was wasted talent, but no. I can't believe that, giving yeah. up karate. I've never, I've never thought you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> yeah, I'm suffering my whole life. What do you mean, <laughs> give up karate? <laughs> I know that was an option. Makes sense. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and he absolutely detests it. Wow. Yeah, just not fire. I think he was doing it since he was like nine or something. So hmm. just, and I think he spent probably, you know, like he had a club when I met him. He had a club since he was 16. So I think like he just spent a lot of time teaching kids that probably just drove him mental. I've heard of yeah. people losing the joy for karate from just teaching kids all the time. Luckily, we yeah. we have the benefit of like part of our job is also training. So we're not just... We're not just doing Hian Shodan for all, or like we are teaching Hian Shodan all the time, but we also get to get to train. <laughs> well, wait, we're also yeah, stimulated in other ways. I was swearing on more... breath on Monday. <laughs> on Monday, on Monday when Scott started teaching like Hian Shodan to finish off the class, I was like, hey, "You've." <laughs> you really about it. It's like, man, I've just done this for like two hours, isn't it? <laughs> okay, turn left, prepare, and get on the right. Uh, change legs, get change legs, change legs, change legs. <laughs> Is that squirrel your karate teacher? No, pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I just. I hat off to anyone that teaches. I like that. I tried it for a while. My son did it for a bit, but I think he decided that any any frustration I had on other kids, he he he, he felt the wrath of that. So he, was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lasted a month, I think. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh wow! So you you were teaching kids and you you didn't enjoy it, but like, would like have you ever taught adults? Would you ever be interested in teaching adults? No, I just don't think teaching is for me at all. I just no. didn't like it. I think adults are kids. I think you either have it or you don't. And I found out I don't, I don't have it. Because no. you know we're hiring a full-time instructor next September. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Does it come with accommodation? <laughs> you can yeah, sleep on the couch the in the dojo. Couch, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you can't. When I moved to Dublin, when I got this job, I... Uh, housing was through so expensive it was so expensive to find a room in Dublin at the time and I was staying on a couch here and a couch there and I asked Scott Sensei if I could spend a few nights on the couch in there in the dojo and he like after I'd been there two nights he really pointedly asked me 
have you found a place to stay yet? As in, like, I I got the vibe I absolutely got was you cannot <laughs> have stay to get on out. this couch for, you know, much longer. I'm pretty sure it must have been, let me help you, rather than fuck off. Mm, that's not the way it goes. <laughs> really? Mm, yeah. Early, early days, man. And, uh, you know, maybe... Mm. You know, I can't imagine doing that. It was, have you found a place to stay yet? Yeah. Found a place to stay yet. No, it wasn't like that. That was nice. That was that was polite. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing that. Have you found a place to stay in? <laughs> I can help you. As he's, as he's putting your stuff in your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> so put you found the place. <laughs> I ended up I ended up renting a double room in Walkinstown for eight hundred fucking euro a month. <gasps> That was the what? first place I moved into. Second place I lived then, I shared a studio apartment in Rathmines with another person. With a, an Ecuadorian... Studio family. apartment? Yeah. Tiny, a tiny, a tiny studio apartment with two beds in it with an Ecuadorian granny that I lived with. For, um, <laughs> I lived there for about five months. Must have been some awkward language. That was cheap. That was yeah. That was awkward that conversation. By the microphone, Ross, it was getting deleted. <laughs> Linda, you didn't hear that, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she I'm was just, lovely. I'm just saying, like, you just <laughs> turn the heating up <laughs> to, that, to that temperature where it just puts old people to sleep, and then away you go. Puts old people to sleep. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh but so uh, no accommodation with the job. No. No. That's me out so. But there's yeah. a bed in a studio apartment in Rathmines. The granny. But no, like you went through that hardship. Now you're you're living the high life. Yeah, I'm sorted, sorted now. Fancy boy. Living in North Watt. Yeah, but rent in Dublin must be outrageous. Actually, it's probably more expensive to live in Dublin now than Paris. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, I ask it as we ask every um, female guest that we have on, mm. and I wonder if we ask it too much. But I suppose that there is not a lot of female karate instructors kicking about yeah. the place. Why? Um, I think I'd have to think the same as Chrissy. You know, it it is like she said. You know, a lot of, I suppose, women, you know, go on to have kids and, you know, you're juggling the home, you're juggling um, kids and school life and all that kind of stuff. And unless unless you're going to be a full time instructor, then it's not really worth it. Mm. So for me, like, I mean, I am only a hobby. It's a hobby for me. So, like, I mean, as much as I do love doing it, I don't think I would ever take it further than just being a student because to me it's it's a hobby I go I, I love doing it I enjoy it I hate teaching but I do love enjoy the class but I do love coming home and that's it it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's not my job so yeah, yeah 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 so I come home to my other job and do that job at home and then get up in the morning and go to my other job so you know you don't want to be adding another job up on top of your other jobs that makes sense makes sense and yeah I think I think just something you said earlier made me think about you know uh, the whole uh, gender thing in karate you know it is obviously everybody knows it's male dominated but I think um, women and men start training karate for different reasons 
And you always, I think you usually hear when a woman is asked, why did she start karate or martial arts? It's got something to do with self-defense, you know, uh, wanting to feel like they can handle themselves or, 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 and, or something like that. And, but, and, and it's usually lads that'll say something like, oh, I was a massive Bruce Lee nerd. And, um, you know, I wanted to be just like, I wanted, you know, I wanted it to be like the movies. I wanted to be a cool ninja. Whereas Linda's answer was very much the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was a massive tomboy. Right. So whatever the lads were doing, I was doing. I never did girly things. So if the lads would do martial arts, then that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> there you go. Cool. <clears throat> Nice. So yeah, I, yeah, I didn't join for self defense. Karate um, doesn't work for self defense anyway. It's just as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's it's weird because that's the first thing that if when people find out that you know that don't know me and they find out I do karate, the first thing is usually a man would say, "So could you kick the shit out of me?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, probably not. You're twice my size, twice my weight. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Yeah, I always think absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I batter everyone. <laughs> I'm literally the toughest guy in this room. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I but I yeah, I actually have never been taught by um no I lie. My very first club, the six black belts that run that ran it, there was five black belts, male and one female. <clears throat> Okay. And the one female, like we all hated her. She was a complete bitch. Oh. Yeah. And I I think it was maybe does she have to try and prove more than the rest? No, I see that. But back then when I was a white belt, I didn't see that. I just kind of thought, oh fuck. I hated facing her or I hated doing anything with her. Because there was no there was no let with her. Like the lads would probably take it that bit easy on you because you were a white belt and you were a female. So, you know. All she right, didn't. but she'd lay into you, would she? She'd lay into you. <laughs> so looking back now, do you respect that a little bit more? Or do you still think? I, I do a bit, but I also think she she probably could have turned a lot of girls off it mm. rather than trying to support the girls when they came in and being like, because when, when we joined, there was me and my aunt. Then there was no other girls there. And then it was the two of us. And if I didn't love it so much, I probably could have left because I probably thought, oh, fuck, I couldn't be dealing with her. Or, But like, I, I thought she could have taken us in a bit more and kind of been like, you know, it's great to have girls in. And Like, the, did you ever get to uh, socialise with no, her? No, we weren't allowed. We weren't allowed to talk to her. Oh, <laughs> So you don't know if she was a bitch in everyday life as well as in the dojo? Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, she thought she ran the club so we weren't allowed to speak to her even though the other five black belts the lads spoke away to us and mm, there was no issue yeah. with them but yeah it was just I don't know now looking back it's like uh, maybe she did have something to try and prove because she was the only black belt female there so so mm. I, now looking back I get it but still she she I mean, could have given us a bit of a hug <laughs> exactly. exactly I think the best the, the best role model or one of the best role models for for female instructors Paula mm-hmm. like super sweet everyone loved her um, but then also could kick anyone on the dojo's ass if it came down to yeah. it you know? was, but there was no yeah. there was no none of that going on you know mm. no like and that. I always just got love. I always just got lovely vibes from Palma there was no kind of you know I'm the female in the dojo so I'm you know yeah. I'm top dog or 
Yeah, no. She, she was top dog. I remember coming over and being like, what? <laughs> 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 no need for any of that. <laughs> but but other than her, that, that girl that I had at the start and Palma, I don't think I ever trained with other female black belts that were, you know, in a higher position. You know what I mean? They're either probably all the same as me or maybe just a belt to ahead. Or I've never been on a course with a woman. Actually, I've never, any course I've been on, it's been, you know, like, Scott Sente or Richard Sente or you know Steve Ubel or there's never been a woman on it. No, no, I don't. I'm not saying this to sort of jab at uh, the WGQO, but what do you like? The WGQO try to do uh, women's classes at their summer camp, um, women's only. What yeah. do you think of that nonsense? Or do you ah, think it's a good think it's, Yeah, do you think that no. it can be useful for think... people who maybe don't feel confident? Like you know, you're saying like I... ha- like having something to prove that separating them maybe gives them an environment where they feel more comfortable to teach? Or do you think just get on with it? No, I just think it's a lot of bollocks. I mean, why separate genders? I mean, aren't we all supposed to be equal? So if we're all equal, then why do we have to have separate courses or classes or whatever? And I mean, if the men do that, can you imagine if they had a man's only class? I mean, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean they're down with an uproar. <laughs> no, so why so why is it okay for women to have a women's only class? Well, I think there's um I think in boxing and kickboxing and stuff, women are attracted to it if there is a ladies only class. Yeah. I mean they feel more comfortable, but you don't you don't, you get you get knocked about a lot more in a class in a boxing or a kickboxing class. So mm. maybe they um yeah, but it shouldn't be that way yeah, maybe. because we don't actually we don't actually fight in a scrap. No, Especially no. If and you're in comp- uh, and in competition you're paired up with your gender. So it's not as if it's like, you know, and like you said, you don't you don't kick the shit each other each other in class. So yeah, I just yeah. I don't know, it's like that thing for me as well, you know, they brought up women's only gyms. Like I mean, I know I know some women don't like going to the gym with men for some reason. Like I I don't know. Smell. I just think that <laughs> if <laughs> I just think if you had a man's only gym, there would be uproar. Or if mm. Scott ran, so if tomorrow's class Scott ran a men's only hour, that'd be shit. What would that be that'd like? Be really what boring. Would, what would be? What would the class have to be like to make to, to have to, to have it be men only? How depraved would it have to be? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you wouldn't just have a men's only class for the sake of it. It'd have to no. be a reason. What could be the reason? I don't know. Defense some, against I'm, I'm, I'm thinking some really disgusting. I don't know. Like, you know, my brain's <laughs> You know those. Um, I, I'm not going to say what I thought. Those qigong artists that talk about like sucking up your arsehole. <laughs> uh, and you're frozen. You got to like oh, yeah. Like that. So like, like, I stood up. I can carry the ball with me. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe. Maybe uh, it, it's a class uh, where you all have to get your kit off and, and practice moving your, your moving your balls up something. and down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you know those guys. And no there. woman, no woman would want to go to that class. No. <laughs> <laughs> Be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, I just I I don't know. I mean, like, look, if 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 people are into it, then people are into it. But I just don't think it's. Yeah. I just don't think in this world where we're all trying to be equal, then why are we segregating each other? Yeah, like I think I said when we had Chrissy on, but I think if they're good enough to teach a women's only class, then they're good enough to teach the seminar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just have, yeah. have them teach everyone. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, women aren't uh, 
you know, you, you can only have a woman teach in a woman's class. Like, surely she can teach anybody. Yeah, like Chris. Like at the end yeah. of the day, it's still karate. Yeah. yeah, like Chris's sensei said, she's yeah, yeah. to teach a female class or a woman's self-defense class, and she's turned it down because she's principal. Well, I, I, <clears throat> I suppose a self-defense class would probably be slightly different in the sense that I don't think a man would go to a self-defense class. So I can't imagine yeah. a self-defense class is being promoted as a woman's only self-defense class. Yeah. I would just imagine it's probably just all women. Yeah, that's a fair point. Without being promoted as. I don't think the self-defense principles would really change if you're a man or a woman. Like self-defense, self-defense, right? But I just think a man's ego is like, I can, I can defend myself. <laughs> probably. I'm the toughest guy. I don't even really to talk to <laughs> I taught a female-only self-defense class once. Oh yeah, mm, years ago. What did you teach? Um, what I taught, and, and was, was it? Just, yeah. I did a, a female only. And was it advertised? No, no, no. It was. I was asked to like by a group. I was asked to come in and, but someone in this group knew me and knew I was a martial arts instructor, so asked if I would come in and, and do a class for them. And it was it was for some charity. It was like um like a home resource or a, a domestic resource center, basically. A large part of what they do is look after women who are victims of domestic abuse, mm. domestic violence, um, yeah. family resource center, something like that. And yeah, they asked me to go in and we just did a pad session and they were full of questions and like uh, really enthusiastic as well. But but something I was trying to stress a lot throughout the class and also at the very end, I did a little monologue and I just said, you have to know how to hit hard. And the best way to do that is to join a boxing club or a kickboxing club or something. You won't, you won't learn how to mind yourself just from one self-defense class. Even like... Yeah. Yeah, I think I think people, like, people mistake martial arts for self... Like, we've talked about the Venn diagram. Like, mm-hmm. Rokas, when he was, talk, was talking about it, mm-hmm. and people more qualified to talk about self-defense and stuff. Than us, but it's, it's like, martial arts has a, a bit of self-defense in it. Self-defense has a little bit of martial arts in it. And the sort of sporting aspect mm-hmm. has a little bit of self-defense and martial arts in it but mm. they, they don't all they're not all the same thing so even yeah. like with boxing or kickboxing there's like if somebody grabs a hold of you then all of that training is worth nothing all of a sudden or, or almost nothing yeah you know like it's yeah, so, yeah. yeah I think if you want to learn self-defense you need to be doing self-defense and that means practice running yeah. away practice calling for help and you know all the, the different spatial awareness and all this kind of stuff. And you're not going to get that when you're practicing MP. It is, it is RG. really, <laughs> I've seen clips though of self-defense classes where they're practicing yeah. going, no, <laughs> leave me alone. Hey, back off. <laughs> and they're actually drilling it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like, I mean, it, I suppose karate is, is like, only about kind of you know action reaction to so like you know you're hoping that if someone attacks you that you've up in the back of your mind somewhere your your hand will automatically go up and do something by you. My strategy is nonsense because you, know, you can walk up to Scott when he's not looking and go bang <laughs> to the back of his head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I I I I do in work play. Um, I love frightening people. <laughs> so in work one, <laughs> one of the lads has a, has a lovely girly scream when you give him a good fright <laughs> so every so often I'd hide behind a desk or behind a pop-up or something and when he's passing I'd jump out <laughs> so he obviously then tries to get me back so he he does catch me and to be fair my first reaction when he's when he scares me is to go 
with your hands <laughs> off and scream. <laughs> but he is waiting for one of these days where, you know, the punch comes or the kick comes. But, you know, it hasn't come yet. <laughs> what he does is, is do it at the time where you see him and he's not going to give you a fright and be like, ah, bang! Stick one into Be ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott was telling a story where he, he, Scott went to pick up Rick Houghton. You know, Rick Houghton, you know, at the antenna, looked at an infinite point, mindfulness and surrounding the Scott went up and, ah! so the first thing Rick done was, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> these guys have trained for years, man. <laughs> oh, and we all turned into that. <laughs> yeah. If ever I get attacked, my karate training will... Um... Will definitely come into play because it'll just be the fucking rage and frustration that I feel every day. Let loose, fucking barbarian. Did you use some ki jitsu once? Yeah, I did. I defended. Yeah. I defended myself with my kia. With your ki, yeah. Powerful ki. Guy was trying to mug me and take my phone. I told him. I I shouted very loudly and told him to fuck off. And he went like, "Oh Jesus!" And he went away. <laughs> did he say, "Oh Jesus"? <laughs> oh, no. He didn't say oh Jesus he did. he flinched <laughs> he flinched and uh, and and didn't run away right. he backed off and walked away Yeah he wasn't expecting I I do remember when I kind of was probably not long in crash maybe a yellow belt or green belt or something and I remember asking uh my sensei at the time Dave you know he had like great kicks he could kick fucking anything to the head and I always kind of thought jeez like you know if if you, did you ever get into a fight? And he was like, no. And I was like, but what would you do if you did? Like, you know, you know, when you're a inquisitive yellow belt because you want to know what, what what would you do? And he was like, I'd use my legs. So I was like, oh, great. What would you do? My washigiri? Or would you do Kikomi? Or he was like, no, I'd run. <laughs> I was like, good. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. You're very good. good. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine you in that, that situation. You were like, come on, let's go out tonight and go looking for a fight. I want to see. <laughs> She knocked someone out when we were down. I see work. Oh yeah. She knocked someone out. We, we were out in Voodoo, didn't she? She planted somebody. What the hell? And then found an ambulance for them. <laughs> that, 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 you know, that's just, that's just, a, just, just a days, days, <laughs> days work. Thing in Cork. <laughs> day in Cork. Day in Cork. Yeah. I still can't believe Rue. I thought I always thought you were from Cork. Everybody did. I know. I, I lived there for one yeah. year. That's all. I'm, I, I, it was I, a long year <laughs> Was it? <laughs> yeah, I guess it was actually, yeah Yeah, a lot happened that year I, um, yeah, I was, I'd been on tour And in the meantime, I was on a lot, like a nine-month tour And in the meantime, my girlfriend had moved to Dublin I mean, to Cork So when I came back to Ireland There was no reason for me to go back to Dublin or Roscommon So I went down to Cork Have you got a fail of the week ready? Got a fail of the week ready Oh no, I, I, I spent all day Knowing you were going to ask me this question, yeah, and I, I came up at one. <laughs> okay, you go first. Yes, go so for it. Go for so, ladies and gentlemen, what? it's time for a <laughs> of the week. Oh God, we nearly skipped the skipped the announcement, <laughs> the intro. You got to do it. All right, Linda, yeah. go for it. So, I spent all day trying to cope with something. I it, nothing happened to me all week. And I was trying to think of something karate related that happened to me recently, but we've been in lockdown. So, you know, nothing mad karate wise has happened. And then a light bulb went in my head. So it was kind of mm, not the start of lockdown because start of lockdown, I had my camera off. 
So I was a bit, a bit into the first lockdown, but I turned my camera on. And Scott was doing a class. I think we were doing something like uh, my washer Gary to the side, turning, doing Sherry Gary, something like that anyway. Two kicks were involved. Okay. And he, he was saying, you know, when you do one kick, whip your hip around into the other kick and just go with it. So I was doing it and he was like, no, 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 you need to whip your hip in, you know, whatever. Go with it. If you fall, if you stumble, it'll be fine. So I was like, okay, I'll whip my hip in. So I did. I kicked and whipped my hip around. Kicked the next kick and my whole leg went from underneath me. <laughs> and I took a dive across my kitchen. <laughs> so I think I, I think I spent a nanosecond in the air kind of going, shit. And then I was on the floor. Uh, and panic just went over me going, I hope no one saw that. Shit. Started to sweat going, oh, I just get up. I just get up and pretend nothing happened. And just as I was about to get up, I could hear Scott going, Linda, where'd you go? <laughs> oh no. So, <laughs> so I had to ninja crawl across the floor, <laughs> go behind the camera <laughs> and then just walk out as if I was just outside. <laughs> oh my God, you covered it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mission Impossible across your own kitchen floor. Oh my me, god. Knees all banged off the kitchen towers. I just cracked out as nothing happened and he said nothing, so I'm assuming he didn't see me fall. <laughs> I think he just saw an empty camera and was like, What? Where's she gone? That's yeah. so fucking funny. Uh, would have been funnier for us at the time if he'd seen. If it. I just popped up, <laughs> or, yeah, or, or if I just popped up off the floor. <laughs> yeah, okay. so that's my fail. I, I think I'm gonna go next. Is, is yours a funny one? Um, I the yeah. Uh, okay. kind of, Mine's not funny. funny. Mine's just sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this time, this is, I've I've just decided actually just to use the podcast as my kind of uh, outlet for um, my <laughs> emotional kind of overflow. <laughs> it works well. <laughs> no, uh, not that. But uh, it was training uh, Thursday, and we were doing a line a line drill. So one person's at the top of the line, everyone's taking turns attacking. And I was I was having such a shit week anyway, but I was doing really badly. Um, and Scott was trying to give me advice and he's saying, just fucking go in, just do it. Just like trying to really, really trying to encourage me. And he always does. And it never works because I'm such a fucking scaredy cat, especially when Ross is at, standing there looking at me. Um, he's and, <laughs> of course everybody's very nice nobody tries to hurt me coincidentally aj had elbowed me in the face the day before and that day he fucking like forearmed me right in the teeth and i think i had oh. a concussion after that i got dizzy during my i was getting dizzy during my classes during that day yesterday yeah yeah anyway oh yeah i'm talking about yesterday so um, yeah, so Scott's like telling me, telling me, just go in, just go in, and I stopped, and I was like, but, 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 Sensei, I, that won't work against Ross. He's too fast. And then Scott was just like, all right, then. <laughs> the, t- the two of them stropping each other, <laughs> giving it like that. <laughs> Scott was like, fine then, don't listen to me, and I felt so bad. I felt, <laughs> I felt like he'd given up on me, you know, and that's the last thing you want. Is your sensei to actually give up on you? 
Uh, obviously he hasn't and he ne- and you know hopefully he never will but in that moment i felt like <laughs> such first of all <laughs> such a little fucking whiny little pussy <laughs> um, and then secondly to have your sensei just go well fuck you then <laughs> it's funny because i carried on to breakfast like when we had breakfast and i was like you know winding him up saying that uh oh, whatever crap it doesn't work he was like oh yeah fine because i'm just wrong ross and i was like oh he's still a bit salty we had a chat about it it's fine yeah uh, yeah 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 i didn't have a good day yesterday did you? i had the, one of the worst days of my life yesterday yeah Maybe he just didn't know how to deal with a stroppy teenager. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, I never was a stroppy teenager, so I'm entering that phase now. <laughs> Me and Scott are going to be fighting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. I was never stroppy. Like, I was never argued, like, I had a verbal argument with my parents. Yeah. Never. <laughs> so I'm having with Scott now all the time. Both like, of us are. Oh, he's, got, he's got two fucking teenage boys working for him, basically. <laughs> um, my fail of the week happened on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And it wasn't really it. It was just a, like, like I said, some shit turn of events. Like, mm-hmm. So it was felt like minus a million because oh, of the God, wind yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the wind up here on Wednesday was ridiculous yeah. and I was teaching outside in this open field it's an open field beside the sports stadium that we're normally in and I've got a group of about 15 kids there training some of them like big brown belt girls one of the some of the best uh, kids I teach mm-hmm. and then other ones were like little titchy beginners who are just teeny tiny e-babies and doesn't matter what I was doing, they started, the wee ones were crying because it was so cold. Mm-hmm. And their parents have left and I'm stuck with them. And the sun's down and the wind's blowing. And we're in a rough, sketchy part of Dublin. And, you know, all the kids are scooting about in their scooters like, oh, look at that karate. Shite hole. It was just oh. shite. That's the scene. That's the scene. It's mm-hmm. a shit hole and it's freezing. Right? When these wee kids would cry, one of the kids oh. started bawling, like screaming, crying, and go, it's too cold. And I was like, right, everyone just do a hundred jumping jacks, come on. And, the th- these, and then the other two kids started crying, like, no, I'm not doing it, I don't want it. And I was like, oh, come on, guys, this will help you warm up. Like, come on, they're like, it's too cold to move. I was like, so I was like, and then I started getting pissy with them because I was like, you're be- acting like idiots, this is going to make you warmer. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, listen to what I'm saying, and there's totally like, it's too cool. <laughs> so I was like, Jesus, I was giving them like my jacket and stuff like that. Oh. I was like, I was like, you go, okay. <laughs> You'll survive. <laughs> I can imagine but, a little five year old white belt with a jacket down to his toes. I was like, oh, come on, like, trying to give them jackets and stuff. Then I was like, okay, you three, like, sit beside each other. Like at my bag with like my stuff in there, and then we're there, and there's fucking pit, there's pit bulls everywhere down there. Don't know why everybody's got pit bulls, no muzzle. like muzzle or anything like that, all off the leash. This pit bull that's off the leash comes running into the class, me and the kids, and it's running about the place. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus, I'm going to get mauled by this fucking pit bull next. And I'm like trying to like <laughs> like grab it by its collar and move it out of the road and stuff. I don't see the owner anywhere because I'm blind and it's dark and I can't see shit. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm fucking like, he's like chasing after this dog and I'm ca- still counting, like, because one of the girls is going for a. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm like, still like trying to get her through the car, like, it's me! Fucking. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to. And then the dog gets away from me. And then I'm like, the, and it goes, the kids that are sitting there in cold jump up. 
and like run to join the other kids just to get out the road of the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my jacket, the pilot, like the girls, the big girls' jackets are there. My bag's there. Then the dog runs over, sniffs about, cocks its leg, <gasps> and pisses over all my stuff. Pisses over all my stuff. I was just like, I was like, damn it, cocks over. We're going home. I was, I was, I was so close to Texas Scott. Fuck these outdoor classes. Fuck them. I'm done. Until lockdown's over, I'm finished. I'm not teaching in this shithole anymore. Like, fuck, because I've had, I've had kids, like, you don't know that, but I've had kids shit setting off fireworks and stuff like that towards us, like, while we're teaching and stuff like that. It is a nightmare teaching out there in the open. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, it is a nightmare, but... <laughs> fucking <laughs> bag. I was like, defeated. Admitted defeat. That was it. It was over. Yeah, I've I've had similar <laughs> problems, but nothing no, nothing no. like that. <laughs> Freezing on top. Yeah, I I can imagine I can imagine the saucy kids around in their scooters and their bikes. Yeah. Watching e training. Yeah, shouting stuff at the kids and things like that, you know. Yeah. No, it's not ideal. Not ideal, but yeah, the fucking bear no. that came running to disrupt the class didn't make it any either. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my And did the one. owner come? Eventually, somebody shouted from the bushes somewhere, and it ran off. Like, don't know where they were. But yeah, after he pissed. After he pissed, yeah. But yeah, that's my fail. But uh, <laughs> Linda, I, I think this has been really fun. Uh, uh, the first fan, like proper fan guest, you know, mm-hmm. not a sensei, just someone who loves the crack and does karate, man. This is cool. <laughs> cool yeah, chats. yeah. Cool or chat. like uh, we always say, we always call it a weekend that you go away for a course. It's it's not it's not a craddy weekend with a bit of drinking. It's a drinking weekend with a bit of craddy. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's what we call this dojo. So that's what your yeah. That's what your podcast reminds me of. It's yeah. it's a, a bit of crack with a bit of craddy. <laughs> nice. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah, you were you had the white wine. You were making. I, we forgot to get beers, man. I was dying for a drink for this whole podcast. Oh, sorry. And I was I was tormenting you with my glass of wine. <laughs> you had the right idea. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Next time. But well, he did say one of the provisions is I have to have a drink. That's it, yeah. Because <laughs> we've never spoken to you without a drink, have you? Before. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> True that. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Changing, changing personality on us, you know? All right. Linda, but, thanks so much for talking to us. It's been great fun. No bothers. We'll see you great to be on Zoom tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Gee again. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And I won't be drinking then, so I'll talk to you. Oh, perfect. (laughs) All right, Linda. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Bye.